He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. In honor of uh, International Podcast Day, September 30th, uh, I thought it would be a really good idea to get a few hospitality podcasters together to just talk about what we're doing, some of the benefits of podcasting. We all met actually through podcasting. None of us, I don't think, have met face-to-face yet. It's all been kind of Zoom calls and, and, uh, and recordings. But the world of hospitality podcasting uh, is surprisingly small. There's not a lot of us doing it. Uh, and so- Not doing it well. Not doing, not doing yeah. it well. And some yeah. of us, I mean, myself included, I'm still learning. This is 100% done. Uh, I, I do everything. I, you know, I book the guests. Uh, I do most of the editing. I do all the promotion for the show. I have somebody that helps me put together the final mixing and that of the shows. But otherwise, everything's homegrown uh, on my end. Uh, and so I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about podcasting, the hospitality space, how you got started, what you learned, and, um, and maybe inspire the next generation of podcasters to come up and uh, also some shameless plugs or not so shameless plugs uh, of your own shows. <laughs> um, Will, do you want to, you want to jump off? Uh, sure. I can definitely do that. Um, you know, I started podcasting, especially in the hospitality space, just because I, like you said, and there's not many podcasts in the hospitality world that are doing it well. And I wanted to do it well. You know, I'm young uh, I'm hungry. I'm passionate about what we do. I love every aspect of hospitality. I've touched on it every segment I can in the little you know career I've had. And so I think just that was my main goal was like, I want to get people my age excited about hospitality. It's not just looking at numbers and checking people in. It's a lot of extra cool things, right? There's more to it. There's more industries involved than any other industry, I think, in hospitality, right? You have finance, you have security, you have customer service, you have all these extra, you know, segments that I just go into it. So I really want to inspire, and uh, that's how I got into it. I moved to the Oregon coast, saw Gary Vee and Tony Robbins say, use Anchor, create a free podcast, buy a $20 mic, and that's what I did. So <laughs> did that, and you were my first guest on the show, and we, you know, I think did really well. That's what got my podcast on the map was our episode of how to become a, a hotel manager. Lots of killer feedback from it and um, never looked back since. That's amazing. The, so you're Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Yes. Uh, available on every everything. platform, wherever and you get podcasts, it's out there. Everything. And Amazon Prime now. Oh, well. yeah. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. doing podcasts now, too. This is the yeah. space of podcasts and where the distribution is happening is interesting to watch. I've seen a lot of news lately about Spotify and Joe Rogan. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that seems to have just renewed um, a lot of visibility. Uh, it's going to become like the, the new the new music industry, in a sense, where Kinda people are going to be like licensed. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to be licensing uh, content and all sorts of management stuff is probably going to happen. And yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be crazy. I think. Um, <clears throat> 
your show, uh, what is it you're trying to convey through the show? What do you want people to know about it? Um, just that, yeah, you know, it's hospitality is such a big world, but we're all intertwined and connected somehow. Like, you know, everyone on this call, you're in Seattle. I'm a little outside of Seattle. Michael is in London, like, you know, or, you know, at least in the UK, I'm not sure exactly London, but, um, you know, let's just, we're so interconnected that it's such a big world. There's so much to learn. The conversation is always ongoing, no matter what. I can talk about revenue management with 10 guests in a row and we'll talk about something different every time. Yeah. And it's, it's just really super unique. And so that's why I try to convey, I don't stick to one particular segment. I just love everything involving team culture, guest experience, and overall how to thrive as an industry, because yeah. that is where we are at right now. Yeah. Uh, your, how, you, how you put this show together, production and uh, all the stuff that goes on the back end that unless you get into podcasting, I don't think, I certainly didn't know how much work goes on behind the scenes. Uh, who, who Are you a one man show or like a one and a half man show? Uh, one, one man show, my man. Stuff? Like I, I schedule, I create the content, I do the photographics, I do the social media, I do the editing, I do literally everything. And my mm -hmm. show, not like this is not in any like a way like, but it's booked out like till December. You know, mm -hmm. we have a line of people that want to get exposed and want to talk and educate and inform and do like what the mission is. And so it's, it's a, it's a full-time job. Like literally I woke up at six, I got to my office at seven 30 and I won't be out of here until probably eight tonight. Like, yeah. 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 It's a long, it's a lot of work taken off. It's amazing. It's yeah. good to see. Uh, Michael Tassinger, hospitality Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, it's a, and a happy international podcast day. So, um, so what, what, so I, we were brought together as well, uh, Adam and I and Will over the podcast has already been mentioned. And I, I, it, for me, it, it came as a natural involvement being born and raised in hospitality and spent my life. I'm a bit older than uh, Will. I wish I was in that age again and could do what we are able to do today. <laughs> but, you know, uh, age is not a blocker. You know, there's a bit more gray hair, it, you know. It's just hair. a number, man. I oh, know. It's, it's just, just a, a number. number. Coming in. <laughs> Strong now, <laughs> the gray hairs. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I have a very bit, a bit like it will. I have a big passion for for hospitality, and it is a bit like a marmite industry. Either you you love it or you 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 hate it and leave it. And I, I stayed in it for forty years, and I was on this journey of uh, trying to you know. Because I found out you're never done learning a thing about things in hospitality. You, you have to be a student all the way through because or else you become arrogant and you're not growing. And we were advising clients and we're meeting all these great people. And from a very early age, I was very interesting to understand what the best of the best are doing. So when I was a manager in a restaurant, I want to work and look at mirroring the best manager. And that became a fascination all through university and good to great became a very big part of how I operate as a leader, but also how I advise clients and thinking on that. And then suddenly um, on that journey about two and a half years ago, it, it doomed to me that also when you, you, you cannot just consume the industry and take things from, you have to give things back to it. You have to be part of making it better because 
on, on over the maybe the last seven to eight years, I started to asking myself question: Why are we doing things that we're doing? It doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. We are maybe maybe not as uh, you know we, we're working hard, but is that smart? And you know, looking at other industries, what they're doing, and why are we not digital and all those things? I thought, okay, how can we do that? Um, and I was having lots of great of conversation with like-minded people that was asking questions: Why are we operating in so small margins? Why are we accepting that? And then I thought. You know what? I'm having coffee with these people anyway, or a Zoom call, or Skype call, or whatever. What, what if you could share those conversations? And one of my friends uh, was not, I didn't go to Tony Robbins or Gary Wee, even though I've been to Tony Robbins. It was one of my friends that said, Michael, you should do podcasts. You, you, mm-hmm. you love to ask questions. So you'll be brilliant at it. So just start it. So it was not like I had some like kind of strategy. I just went out, found a local person that could teach me this. And uh, she got me up to speed very, very quickly. And we did the first couple of episodes and people seemed to like it. And it was not planning to do this. We had a consultancy business at that time uh, and, we, and we still have that. Uh, but the plan was not to do it at, at any th- other thing than just hear interesting story and learn from it. And then suddenly we found out I was much more into this. And, and now we've done uh, almost about a uh, hundred shows, uh, including bonus episodes, and uh, we launched fully into podcasting mode. Uh, we had planned that anyway during the pandemic, and uh, yeah, so uh, so that that's the journey. And now it's just about trying to create more heart-centered and profitable hospitality businesses out there, and that's yeah. that's our mission in general with hospitality mavericks but uh, through the podcast we can reach the global world as will said and i think that's super interesting because what i've learned very quickly having these conversations across the continent uh, is that we have the same problems we have some systemic problems as an industry it doesn't matter if you're in the us or you're in australia japan or you're in russia mm-hmm. you will have the same systemic issues around how we run and operate uh, yeah. our industry hotels are not hotels restaurants qsr is all the same all the same mm-hmm. challenges so Agreed. i thought it was i thought the podcasting just is the way to us to get smarter about what we do in the industry yeah yeah agreed yeah interesting um i talked to <clears throat> i talked to more international people from because of the show than i do anybody in my hometown or like where mm. i live mm. you know oh yeah, like, I, yeah. that's what I, I think like started realizing is that this is not my my community is not my neighbors is literally people around the world. And it's all because of a podcast. Well, in the hospitality space, I mean, I I counted the other day, I've moved 28 times Mm -hmm. since I started in hospitality. Uh, And I've been in the industry 25 years. Uh, So that kind of gives you some context about, you know, how much is going on. I mean, you're kind of all (laughs) over the place. And, you know, Michael, to your point, I mean, the, it's so global. It's, it seems like such a large industry. I mean, it is to some extent, but once you get into certain circles, it's really small and you come across the Very. same names and the same people again and again. How many times and, have we all gone, hey, that person's been on my show and, and yeah. your show and, and your show and yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's to be successful in hospitality at a certain level, you do kind of have to move around to go where the work is. Be sure people stay where they're at and, and that's fine. But you could climb the ladder a lot quicker if you go somewhere and then you go to the next job, you go to the next job, uh, you get transferred or you get promoted. Um, And that brings this, for those of us that have done it, this global perspective, uh, a little bit of experience in a lot of different uh, markets, many different types of hotels. And, you know, that was, there was a point, I think, for me a couple of years ago, Will, when you and I got connected on the podcast on yours, 
And then Michael, not long after uh, I was on yours, I thought to myself, this is, this is something that uh, I should be talking about and sharing with the world doing my own podcast. And that, that's how the Proven Principles podcast came to be um, through this realization that there, there are these proven principles that all great hotels run on. And they, they're not always obvious, uh, but the best run hotels in the world all have a similar way of doing things. And if I could find a way to share that with people in the space, that maybe that could bring some value. And so you know, the show started, um, I would say, well, it really started a year and a half ago, but it was earlier this year where things really kicked off. And I started yeah. putting uh, a lot of content and time into this show. I initially started just doing me, just talking. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would come up with, you know, what should I talk about this week? And I'd try to put That's together 15 or 20 minutes. Man, it was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I very quickly ran out of things. So pivoting to interviews. I mean, and then who am I? Like, this is just, it was just my opinion. Why would I just blab on and on and on about my own experiences when there's so many people in the space that have great experience that could come in and share their knowledge and, you know, how they operate their hotels. Uh, and, and it's turned into this really interesting, eclectic group of people uh, that uh, have been on the show and that continue to be on the show, uh, covering everything from, you know, housekeeping to revenue management. So I even had an attorney on uh, not long ago talking about, uh, you know, the law and, and PPE and mandating mask wearing, um, because hospitality, yes, it's, there's a, a nucleus of staying in a hotel, eating in a restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. yes, there's that, but there's all these offshoots that so many different industries have their hands in hospitality that it's kind of a subject matter that you could just go on and on and on about. Um, and, and so that, that was the genesis of my show and that's, that's how it came to be and hopefully where it continues to go uh, going forward. Yeah. It's an ongoing conversation and it's a international community that, just like Michael said, like-minded people. And we could literally, it's just crazy to think of like, if you were doing the show by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can't think of anything. But then you sit down with somebody and you just feed off of each other. Like even, and I think the coolest part about podcasting since it's International Podcast Day, everyone has pivoted to Zoom or Skype or some kind of video meeting space, right? Virtual work. Yeah. We've been doing this already. My work life has not changed at all in the sense of, mm-hmm. I think like we've already been at this pace of back-to-back Zoom meetings, back-to-back emails. Like this is what we do. Like we're, this is where we live in front of a microphone and a, and a laptop, you know? And so, so it's kind of cool to see, not cool, it's just interesting to see how podcasting is prepared. I think, at least me, for for this new pandemic world that we're in, right? Because if I wasn't doing this or if you guys weren't doing this, right, how much, how hard would it be to adjust to a constant Zoom life, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, but, but I also think there's something, I don't know if you felt this, guys. I, it's been a bit like my, you know, uh, you know, we call it a, even, you know, the, the, the pressure, pressure relief in a way, almost therapy to have the podcast because you just need to do it. It's just there. It gives you that momentum of feeling you are actually contributing to something. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes you comes out unexpected responses from people where you, you know, some of my episodes, people have emailed me and said, actually that idea that person talked about, I create, improve my business or solve the person. 
a personal problem or whatever it is. And I think that's so interesting. And it's been so interesting what I've been doing myself is actually a gone, you know, maybe a bit off off track from industry, but actually taking people from outside the industry into the conversation. And I'm surprised about how people, how welcome people have been for that in the industry. I thought they, that's going to turn people off a bit. It's a bit of a trick. So there's been people on mental health. There's been people on uh, solicitors, you know, people that just thinks differently. And, uh, and it's been really interesting to see actually that actually boosted the podcast again. So sometimes to something, do something that's a bit out of your niche is actually very powerful as well. But I think the most important thing in this message was the, the therapy of you actually have to de- deliver something, as you say, Will, some really good quality over a week or else people is not going to tune into it. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys, um, can I ask, did you guys in the beginning of your shows really just be like, I'll take anybody. And now you're at the point like, I'm good to be picky because we have that like accreditation and that audience that is wanting certain things. Like we can tell when somebody reaches out that it's, oh, I'm just going to promote this product or service. Mm-hmm. There's really no value to it they're just kind of trying to pitch versus when you um, actually are like, this is innovative. This is creative. This is inspiring. Yeah. This is something real. Um, and you can p- be more picky on who your, your guest is or your content based. Yeah. I mean, initially for me, uh, I didn't know what I wanted the show to be. It was kind of hard to articulate. I had a vision, but it, it had to do some shows to figure out how that was going to come together. That said, it didn't take very long to figure out that, to your point, having people on that just wanted to promote a book or mm. promote a business uh, mm. and not really provide any actual value to the show, bring something to the to the table. Um, it didn't take long to figure that out. That, yeah. That, that that's just what I didn't want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it's a relevant question, uh, Will, especially when you're a podcaster. But I think also what I've learned is that, because also it's a bit like a, a hiring people. Uh, mm. you, you can't know from the email. You can't know. So I always say to people, okay, what's, hap- what's the first step is if I have uh, uh, invited them into the show is saying that there's a, there's a conversation because uh, you need to understand what is expected, uh, what, what, in, what preparation you need to go into. But also I wanna hear their story because sometimes mm-hmm. they, they're telling the wrong story and maybe you can actually help mm-hmm. them tell a better story. So some of them, uh, especially one, Zoe Henderson, also I thought this is a bit of a punt uh, and we're very good friends now, so I can say that. So mm-hmm. that. But she's been one of the most downloaded because she just had like such an authentic story mm-hmm. and she just lives that life. There's no doubt, but I, I was almost reading, you know, writing it off before. So I think it's a, you, you need almost like a, any business, you need to have your, your processes and systems in place and or else, uh, else sometimes maybe you miss a good story. So that's my yeah. learning from it, but I'm definitely more picky. You're absolutely right, Will. I would not, yeah. you know, you can hear when people are saying, oh, I have to say, we're launching this great product. It would be great to get on your show. Our founder is very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. hope I hope I hope most founders are that, or else it's going to yeah. be a very difficult business. Yeah. No, agreed. I was like, I always do a pre-recording call. I yeah. think that's like become practice. Like, okay, yeah. we have to chat like for 30, mm-hmm. 15 minutes. You know, just make sure there's rapport. There's yeah, it's not just like a sales pitch to your audience that you've taken <laughs> X amount of time to build and form relationships. Right, that's what yeah. we're in. We're in hospitality. Yeah, we, we have relationships. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so that. Actually, in that, if anybody wanted to be a guest on either one of your shows, um, t- 
to at least have that first conversation. What's the best place for them to get a hold of you? How should they do that? Michael, you go ahead first, man. Yeah, yeah. They can uh, email me on michael at hospitalitymavericks.com. They'll go directly to my inbox. Uh, we have a website you can go through as well. Or you can just uh, reach out on LinkedIn. I think that's uh, where most people reach out. So yeah, yeah. just type in my name, Michael Tingser, and uh, you will be able to... Um, to, to, to get in touch with me and we will have a chat. We are radical open-minded uh, to have conversations. That's nice. what it's all about. Yeah, awesome. Will, how about you? Uh, yeah, uh, same thing. Will with one L at openroadhospitality.com. That will be my email. And then um, slicktalkthepodcast.com is where I live and breathe as well as LinkedIn. And uh, so yes, yeah, Will Slickers, Will with one L of course. And then um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Nice. And then uh, Adam at knowinghospitality.com, the Proven Principles podcast. Uh, Reach out to me if you want to be a guest. Uh, Love to have you. I'm sure all three of us would love to have uh, the same guest on because what's funny is that I think people sometimes think I shouldn't reach out to different, the same or different podcasts to be the same person to be a guest on. But the fact is, is that each one of our shows covers different topics. So it's mm-hmm. totally fine to kind of yeah. do the rounds of the, the podcast circuit because you know, each episode is going to be different. Of course. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Spot on. Cool guys. Good. So podcasting day, there you go. Yeah. Go out, listen to hospitality Mavericks, listen to slick talk, listen to the proven principles podcast. Uh, let us know what you think. Thank you guys. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast.